Good morning. Um, it's on the boat. <laughs> Don't want to fall on live. Does it live TV? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Oh no! You want to take it off this morning? No, I wish I could. I'm trying to give. I don't know if anybody's ready to come on. Okay. Yep. Oh, we do got one person. So I guess we can go ahead and start. We're gonna, oh yeah. Good morning All for right. real this time. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, it's such a blessed morning. We're so glad to be here today. Good morning, Pastor Moore. We're so glad to be here today. Um, oh, I can see his face. Oh. Yeah, I can see fall. Just not. <laughs> I can't buy my glasses. So today we're talking about spiritual boldness. And um, it's something we have to have in the kingdom of God. Good morning, Prophetess Tillman. It's something we have to have in the kingdom of God. And like I told Minister Mary, it's just been on my heart lately. And, you know, we just can't be chumps in the spirit, you know. So I'm ready. I'm ready to get excited. Um, I've learned a lot, as per usual, about being spiritually boldness. So, yeah. Go okay. Ahead. Well, first off. Minister Toria, this was a topic that she wanted to talk about. And at first, I was kind of like, you know, for our community that we target, I was just trying to figure out a way how can we really tie that in. But when mm-hmm. I really started getting into this topic, I mean, it kind of was like it renewed me this oh, morning. Wow. Okay. So thank you for listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So um, guess what? Go ahead and get in. What, what does boldness mean to you? I know we've been talking about that lately. Yeah, we have. And you know, it's the funny thing about it. Like it ties into the fruit of the spirit as well. So like even with Prophetess Tillman doing her, her, you know, daily, um, daily devotionals. I'm yeah. yeah. Daily devotionals. It, everything just tied. And so of course, you know, we, I looked at the definition of what is bold, but I looked at, looked it up in the aspect of like spiritual bonus. Cause you could be bold. Like, you know, people be bold in the natural, like, yeah. you know, just say what you want to say and stuff like that. But that ain't it. <laughs> no, no, she's brand new. We're brand new now. <laughs> but you know, bold is strong, courageous. But when you tap into the spiritual, stepping out on stepping out of your comfort zone in faith, you know, and the difference between natural bonus and spiritual bonus, natural bonus, you know, is all about self. It's all right. about self. It depends on how, you know, it depends on our self-worth. Right. And, you know, we just, you know, what can I do to better, what can I do right. to better myself? You know, I'm going to take these, you know, unnecessary steps to get where I want, not being led by the spirit. So that's, that's a natural bonus. And of course, spiritual bonus is being led by God, being led by the spirit. So we tend to, and I said we, cause I was there, we tend to confuse the two. You know, you can be bold in the world and be all wrong. But being bold, spiritual, that's one thing. So my first scripture is Ephesians 3 and 12. And it's a, it's a really, really quick one. I don't know why I'm nervous. I didn't book that. <laughs> so Ephesians 3, Ephesians 3 and 12. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith of him. And that right there explains what spiritual bonus is. You know, us having confidence, not afraid to do what he wants us to do. By faith in Him, and you know when we're guided by God, we'll never right. fail. Right. Well, with me, when I first approached this, well, first I've gone back to what you were saying about natural boldness. That is evidence that God has already equipped you for everything you're going to need. Yeah. I know for me, back when I was um, in high school, everybody would say, "Like Mary, I can't." You know, we have to make sure. You're not just out here saying how you feel about things. Or people would say, I wish I could speak up, 
you know, like you, on, yeah. on things like that. And I, at the time, I just, you know, I kind of shrunk back because I felt like people were saying that I talked too much, that maybe I shouldn't express my opinions on things. But that was God, even then at that time in my life, molding me into what I would be doing 30, 20 something years from now. Right. So if you are someone that is like that and people are nervous to put you on speakerphone, <laughs> you just have to be transformed in the yeah, spirit. And then that is something that God, because not everybody has the gift of being bold. They Some don't. people um, are to bring people into um, to the Lord in meekness and love and, yeah. you know, humble. And not to say that everybody shouldn't be humble, but everybody has a certain gift that God has got a, a measure of faith that he mm -hmm. uses to bring other um, people to Christ. And when we're talking about boldness, boldness, like you said, is not for your own personal gain. Right. It is for the kingdom of God. And if we look at the four stories in the Bible where people were bold, um, Moses, um, Peter. right. In yep. Exodus, Moses was like, who am I to go to Pharaoh? Like yeah. it took boldness for him to do that and go demand his people with right. what the Lord he had did. told him to do. Um, we have Esther who prayed and fasted before she went to her um, husband, King Xerxes, who were going to kill all the Jews. Um, Daniel, who Daniel chose to hold on to what the Lord said in prayer and fasting. Um, and then there was, I wrote it down, Esther, Daniel, yeah, David, uh, David, 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 fighting Goliath. You know, oh, he was, uh, I think King Saul told him like, look, you're, in, you're a young boy. Yeah. You, you can't go fight this giant. And he was like, look. I'm going with my slingshot and I'm right. got, the Lord is with Lord me. Is with and if me. you look at every, if you ever have time to go read those four stories, when I was um, studying this and everything that the scriptures that yeah. I read, God always told them like, I'm going with you. Yeah. I'm with you. You don't have to be afraid. And that's what God is telling us now yep. in these new times of having boldness. You're not doing it on your own. It's exactly. not something that you can do. It takes the Holy Spirit to be with you in order to achieve those results. So if you look at everything that they did, it was for the better outcome of the people that it affected. Absolutely. It didn't affect them. It wasn't just for them. It's not about you. Uh, go back and listen to Lady Prophetess uh, Dewana Tillman's uh, message of it's not about you. Your boldness is not for it's you. It's for the kingdom yeah. of God. Yeah, so, it is. And like, I mean, just us doing this, when we, when we first started, right. we was like so nervous yeah. because, you know, I'm I'm quiet. I'm a quiet type person. I mean, I, I I bite my tongue a lot, and you cannot do that in the kingdom. But God always been telling me like, I, you need to be heard. Like even though your testimony and stuff like that, you right. need to be heard, not for myself, but for His glory. Because we are we're instruments, we're tools for Him. So right. it, it's gonna take boldness. And like she should give really really great examples. But even you know in Matthew, you got Peter. Like they all step in and feel like, books like of what is people? Yeah, books of acts. Yes, <laughs> I was like, you, you know, like I said, you read the Bible, but right. when it's time to like really study and you know these particular things, it's like, wow. So like they were really, they were really risking it all. It and was. I, I can honestly say I hadn't got to that yeah. level yet. We think we're persecuted. Yep. When people say they just don't want to hear about Christ, but I don't think we are. We understand the level of. What they want through. persecution that they had for being bold, but like Man. I said, that can only that can only be the Holy Spirit to guide you through some of the stuff that they went through. And I know, like um, even chapter Matthew chapter ten, hmm. I uh, the Holy he woke me up like two o'clock in the morning. He said, "Read <laughs> chapter, you know, Matthew chapter 10. And That's why I got my confirmation, like you know, talking about bonus. Right. But that whole chapter is pretty much the instruction with the disciples, you know, telling them, "Hey, right. you need to go out to the kingdom, preach to the kingdom." 
Yeah. Heal the sick. These are all the things we can't heal the sick if we're scared to touch anybody. We can't right. heal this, you know, we can't bring anybody to Christ if we are not, you know, willing to sacrifice ourselves. Another topic we spoke on, and we can't do that. Right. But once, you know, a couple stick out to me, Matthew 10 and 14. And, you know, and this is like, you know, when, you, when you're afraid, when you, mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're just like really hesitant to doing what God wants you to do. Right. Take us as an example. We we didn't, you know, we were hesitant to do this because you know he was like, well, what if people don't hear us? What if people don't, you know, accept what God is saying? What if they don't believe in the God of right. me? But the, in Matthew ten fourteen says, and whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. So that's telling you if they don't receive what you're saying, we're just we're just here to plant seed. And that's what your, your boldness is just there to plant the seed. And once you plant the seed, if they listen, if they don't accept you or they'll be like, you know, I don't know, you know, if that's true or not. But once you I'll guarantee you, once you do what God tell you to do, he will, you know, do what he gotta do. And another one is uh Matthew ten and twenty. Like I said, read the whole chapter ten. But it was like for it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of yes. your father which speaketh in you. So once you show God that you're bold, he will do the talking. Yeah. You know, he will, because it'll be sometimes like, Toy, you said this, like, I don't remember saying that. I said, because it's like, you know, like God speaking. And but you said some stuff to me too. You was like, I don't, I said, well, God was definitely using you because you said those things to me. And that's how we're supposed to be reacting. We, are, right. we should never try to minister to anybody without being led by God. You have to be led by God because being led by God is not going to be all clowns and Mm -mm. cupcakes and walking the parks. And those of you who are new to um, being in the body of Christ, it's not going to be a a pancake walk. I think that's what people say, but it's not because sometimes when God is leading you (laughs) from the books of Acts (laughs) after the death of Christ, when they sent the disciples out, they sent them the Holy Spirit meant for them to go out and preach to the Gentiles, which are us who were not saved. And so when you go out and you do that, you're going out in dangerous waters because the enemy is out there just waiting. He's trying to mess that up. So uh, one scripture for me um, that shows you just speaking the word of God can mean death is Acts chapter seven, uh, verse 51. And, um, you know, if you need assistance, you might want to get your new living translation until the Holy Spirit starts flowing in you to kind of understand. But um, Stephen says, and he was one of the disciples, um, 751, ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. Ye do always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did so, um, so did ye. Um, which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which showed before of the coming of the just one, which is Christ, of whom ye have now been now the betrayers and murderers who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. Mm. Um, so we go down and he's pretty much saying like, you know, y'all have killed, you killed the prophets. These were the ones that the Holy Spirit used to confirm to you all yep. that Christ was coming, but you've killed them. So essentially, if you keep reading um, down, he, he keeps talking about that. And he says, and behold, now, first of all, when he, was saying all of this stuff. He's essentially telling religious leaders, like y'all are betrayers and murderers. And of course they didn't like that. So what did they do? They come <laughs> gather around him and they pretty much are stoned. They're about to stone him. 
So it says, but he being full of the Holy Ghost, and this is Stephen, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God, which is essentially confirming to the Jews that, hey, Jesus Christ is here with God, right. they're equal, right. and said, behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him in one accord. So all of them together are now charging in and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witness laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. Now, remember that name. He's Saul, there yep. among the, the crowd of people that are stoning this um this man of God. And they stoned Stephen calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried a loud voice, Lord, lay not their sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep, which is essentially saying, Lord, don't hold this against them. And he died. So just for telling them what the, the word of God said, this man was stoned to death. And this was by the religious leaders of the Sanhedrin, which, um, the apostle Paul that we'll see later on in acts, you know, he eventually becomes converted. But at the time he's in this crowd stoning this man for speaking the word of God. And the only thing he was essentially saying is that your heart, you haven't been transformed on the inside. You've been circumcised on the outside. You're looking at outwardly things, religious things to make a connection with God. And you can't do that. And how often do we just go to people and tell them, Hey, you know, You just have to live right and, you know, not fornicate, do X, Y, and Z. And people get upset about that. (laughs) They get upset. And I'm talking, sometimes this comes from Christians. Have you, have you ever had? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, and that's crazy. But I mean, like, it's just whoever, you have to deny yourself. And it always come back to deny yourself. And I realized that. And like, we have so many, a lot, everybody said, oh, everything's not in the Bible. But if you look at people, matter of fact, we can use a prophetess, Dawna Tillman. Like, she is never the type of person that will go live every single day. She'll tell you that. But she allowed the Holy Spirit. So, you know what, God, for your glory, I'm going to step out my comfort zone and we have to, good morning, and we have to do that or he cannot fully use us. It's like, you know, you deny me. And a lot of people, what I've heard so far, like a lot of people are afraid to be used by God or because they don't want the, you know, they don't want, they don't want the consequences or they don't want to get unliked or embarrassed. But look what these men went through. They died for speaking the truth and we can't get a person to dislike us or we can't get shunned by the family and stuff like that for God. You know, people getting stoned in the Bible, but all God is asking us to do is to do what I say and, and, and move. If they don't hear from you, Matthew 10, it says, shake it off. And you know, don't feel bad because Here's the thing, and what I've learned for myself, right. when you tell somebody, because like I said, God always, he, he speaks to me a lot more, and you know, you'll be like, you know, tell so-and-so this, and you'll be like, well, I don't know, because they, they don't really believe the God in me, but he's, he had to check me, he was like, well, do you believe that I'm in you? So you have to move forward that, so step into that boldness, right. and move, whether they accept or not. That's not on you, but you can't allow yourself to feel guilty about it, right. and I used to feel guilty about it, like, you know what, God? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Right. And then now we're doubting God. So it's just, I I love you. We just got to be bold for the kingdom, right. you know. And I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> but it's, we, not, it's not really a, it's not really a wide topic. It's just, right. it's one of those heaven or hell type subjects. Right. It's like you have, either you're going to be bold for God or God's going to act like he don't know you. Right. You know, plain and simple. He was like, right. you know, you're not going to step up for me. Why should I step up for you? 
And or, that's what it right, is. Right, because essentially, and I think we talked about this back in the first beginning of why people aren't bold. And I think it's because, like you said, you get on Facebook, you're a popular person. Yeah, I ain't going to say popular, <laughs> but... You know, well, you, had, you right. You yeah. put stuff out there about comedies and yeah. all kinds of crazy worldly sayings, and people are all over it. But the minute you say, <laughs> but the minute you say something about Christ, you got the faithful folks in your church that support you, and that's right. about it. That's it. Um, even with if you go the stories, you know, I post I post a picture of a pineapple, and I'll get like eighty views on that. <laughs> but if I put up a scripture, I might get twelve, and I can see how many people. Are, that mean that tells me that people are looking at it. Yep. But they're looking at the content of what you're talking about. They see a scripture, whosoever, uh, I'm gone. I'm not doing that. And we have to ask ourselves, like, why? Why is it that people don't want to hear the word of God? And it's because when, like Paul, Paul was preaching heaven or hell. He was yep, preaching, simple. you cannot lay with your brother's wife and things like that. Things that people are doing that they're enjoying. You yep. don't want to hear that. So what do you want to do? You want to shut it down. And a great example of that is Acts. Chapter sixteen, <laughs> verse. I'm telling you, I could, I could. It was story after story because yeah. Paul and mind you, this is the Saul before he met um, God on the road to Damascus. Mm-hmm. His name was Saul, and then the Holy Spirit changed his name to Paul. So now Paul has been converted. He's now a follower of Christ. He he believes now. He's left that little crowd of killing Jew, um, killing Christians, and now mm-hmm. he is now preaching the word of God. So verse. Um, Chapter 16, verse 14, Paul is in um, this little town and he meets this lady named Lydia. And he essentially, it says in the word that God opened up her heart and she received the word of God and Mm -hmm. did what Paul instructed her to do. And he was on his way to pray because it was the Sabbath, I believe. Mm -hmm. So anyway, as he's, you know, Lydia's like, okay, I'm saved and baptized. Come to my house if you truly think that I'm walking with the Lord. You you know, come stay with me. Let me help you out, take care of you, me and my family. So Paul goes on and he prays. And then this is the part that I thought was really interesting. And I'm going to show you how it connects to how we do now. Um, uh, Let me get there. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination, which is essentially witchcraft, Mm -hmm. met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. So she was like a fortune. She was given I guess using evil spirits to make money for her masters and wow. giving fortune tellings or something yep. to that effect. Everything but God. Um, which was not from the Holy Spirit. So we see here <laughs> that divination is not something ordained by God. It says that she was possessed by possessed spirit. By so spirit. for those of you who believe in that kind of stuff, the word of God is telling you that that's Please not. Opposite. Yep. The same followed Paul and us. And cried, saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Now, although she's saying it, it's the truth. She's saying it in a way that's aggravating him. If you ever had somebody <laughs> following you and just saying crazy stuff, and yeah. this is what Paul did. And, then, and this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ mm. to come out of her. And he, um, he came out the same hour. Wait, no hesitation. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into marketplace unto the rulers and essentially sent, took them to jail. Now, think of it like this. When oh you're God. at a party, and when the Holy Spirit dropped this, I just couldn't help but laugh. So you're at a party, and um, people are there. Uh, this one, uh, look at her. This, she holier than thou. She going <laughs> to come here and talk about... And so when you finally get tired of it and you start speaking the word of God at the party where everybody turned up laughing, have a right. good time. 
what happens when you start preaching the word? What the uh right. you messing us up now. You got you to get out of here. Right? You messing up the vibe. Oh, you killing my vibe. That's what I was saying. You killing my you vibe. You killing my vibe. You gotta go. And that's essentially what happened here. Like yeah. the girl kept following him, taunting him, being uh sarcastic. Yeah. And when he turned around and rebuked that thing and everybody saw and then she couldn't make no more money, they got mad and tied him up and sent him to jail. But eventually what happened out of all of that is Saul go I mean Paul goes to jail, him and Silas. And there's an earthquake, the shackles break, and the guard that was watching them took out his sword because he was going to kill himself because he's like, okay, the prisoner's about to be free. I'm going to get in trouble. But Paul and Silas, they speak up and they was like, hey, we still here. And he becomes saved. And I mean, it just... Out of obedience. Out of obedience. Right. Because he listened to the Holy Spirit. Yep. And that was due to our apostle preaching on that yep, Sunday that Sunday. I kind of went and read that story. But... There are moments in the Bible that's just actually funny and relatable, and that was yeah. just something that the Holy Nothing Spirit let me under see. The sun. Right, they it every time, and like, and we just, yeah. and another thing, like, without bonus, what I feel like a lot of people don't speak up is because of our past. Yeah, like we, when you're trying to, especially, when, especially yeah. when it's people that you always been around, you know, yeah. when it was like, girl, you. Even even if it was like a month ago, right. you was just doing us a month ago. I said, but listen, what I decided is every go right back to when God makes us a new creature. So if you're not being bold because you're afraid that somebody's gonna say, right. well, I know your past. I say, okay, but God forgot about my past. So right. if, one, you have to forgive yourself because God already when you ask for forgiveness and you decide to want to transform, right. then you know move forward. Don't don't worry about. And that's why a lot of people don't want to be bold because it's like no one's going to listen or no one's going to believe that I'm following God because of you know my right. past. But here's the thing: like if you are truly genuinely serving God right. and walking the life instead of talking it, this is where we mess up. Especially our youth. This yeah. is where we mess up. We portray to be bold through our words, yes. but then we're not bold. You know, come walking. on, honey. So, come on. So, you know, I mean, and I, I did that. We, I, I was a Facebook Bible poster, yeah. but then my life was totally opposite. Who would listen to you? Right. Who? How can you? How, how can anybody receive the God that you serve if you're not walking out this right. life? They so, have yeah, to see. They, they have, have to see, see some it. kind of transformation. Yeah, they have to yeah. see it, and and I, and that's like, and that was dropped to me. Like, it's a lot of people that are afraid of their past and. Right. Just let that go. Shake everything back. Shake it off and move on. If you truly want to right. serve God, one, it's going to come with trials and tribulation. Right. But he's going to be with you the whole time. And that's what I love about, yeah. you know, being spiritually bold because God is right there. So it's nothing to be afraid of. Nothing so. to be afraid And even death. I mean, some of us, um, I had an issue this week um, where I was drinking some stuff like a diet thing um and my ankles swole up terribly yeah and i you know in my mind i was just thinking okay it's just salt you know uh maybe that's why my ankles are swollen. and i kept i went to my co-worker and i was like you know just looking for somebody to ease my mind a little bit and she's like girl that might be a blood clot right putting, yeah. i'm thinking <laughs> i didn't come to you to scare me like and then i called my daughter and she's like congestive heart oh no i, I was like first of all i reviewed that in the name of jesus right. because but at the same time, I, I say that due to when you speak of death, that's something that we immediately go to the worst thing. We, right. We, we, we are, I'm not going to say I'm, I think the more that I understand who Christ is and what he did for me, I'm less fearful. But when you have children, you know, you don't want to go before your time. And yeah. death is something that may come to you when you're a follower of Christ. I mean, you look over, United States, we got it easy right now. Yeah. But as the end time continues to march in, God. right, you don't, we don't even know what 
that feels like because we have always been a country where it's freedom of whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's other countries where these people are dying just to get a King James Version Bible, just yeah. to read it in their homes. And we we don't know. We don't understand what that is. So when that time comes, hmm. you cannot be afraid. You are going to have to stand on this word of God. So if you're on Facebook just posting scriptures and you don't believe it, that's not going <laughs> to do you right. any effect. And I started to put that on Facebook yesterday, but I didn't want to offend anybody. But God started with me with that first. What good is it going to do for you to post it if you don't believe? If you don't believe it, it's not. It's right. Well, somebody else might get something out of it, but if you don't believe it, there's going to come a time. In other words, that you're going to have to stand on the word of God. And um, the Lord took me to Acts twenty one thirteen, and I think this is my last Acts scripture. But I'm telling you, Paul (laughs) was just like he was about it, about it. So twenty one thirteen. Um, essentially this prophet named Agabus comes down to, and he gives this prophecy and he says, and when he, um, and when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet and said, thus saith the Holy ghost. So shall the shoe, um, Jews at Jerusalem bond the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. So he's talking about Paul. He grabbed, you know, he's telling him whoever owns this girdle, the Gentiles are going to take you away. And, this is what Paul said. And I'm, I say this with, and I wonder how many of us would say this. And Paul answered, what mean ye to weep and to break my heart? Why, you know, that's self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> for I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the yeah, Lord the Jesus. The so Lord are we Jesus. ready to die Can for him? Right. Are we just so bold now in the spirit because there's no backlash <laughs> really other than people saying they don't want to hear it? Yep. So... Being bold may mean costing you your life down the road. Right now, it may not, but even persecuted, we don't even want to be persecuted. What, what's going to happen when it comes to death? Disliked, right? Want to be like you know? I don't have. And you know what's the funny thing about it? I would rather, Minister Mary, I would rather somebody say, you know, I don't want to be around you right. because of that, than to be around me and pretend. I said, and I'm like, you know, if you don't want to be part of this life, right? Okay, I love you, and right. we're gonna move forward. So it's it's a lot of people, like she says, a lot of people pretending to be, people you know, as bold as they pretending to be. But we it's just I don't know. Um, so I have. Are you, are you done? Yeah, go ahead. So I have. Um, I've learned like different sections of bolding. So boldness to speak. We just spoke about that, you know, to speak what God wants you to say, not what you want to say. Never, never say what you want to say, because that would mess it up. Right. If they don't accept it, leave it to God, shake it off. And that was in Matthew. And God will speak for you. Bonus to move. Stepping out on faith when God asks you to do it, because every time you step on a faith, he will, it will be something greater. Right. Uh, when he tell you to move. Bonus to repent. And we say this scripture all the time. Hebrews 4 and 16, come boldly through the throne. And I really, he really broke it down to me. He said, come boldly to the throne. Meaning, come as you are. It doesn't matter how bad off you think you are. God said, come boldly. Meaning, you have to say, you know what? I'm messed up. I, you know, I'm like this, but I don't want to be like that way. So that's why he said, come boldly to the throne. And my last one is, you know, bonus to stand apart. First Peter 2 and 9, we are peculiar people. We are, we were designed to stand apart from everybody else to stand apart. So we have to understand that sometimes 
We have to separate ourselves. No, all we have to separate ourselves from the world. And sometimes it might be lonely. Right. He might have you in a period of singleness, in a period of, you know, lonely. Right. So you just have to, you, we just really have to accept these different type of boldness. And I was right. like, wow. And he gave it to me this morning. So it was like, and it was definitely for me. Like, you know, you don't want to be alone. You don't want right. to be, and that's me just being honest. You don't want to stand alone. You don't want to have like, oh, Lord, look at her. Look at what she going to do now. But the minister of Mary just read, you know, she opened my eyes with these things. Like, look what they went through. Like, asked. <laughs> it's like, we, we had not even encountered right, that kind of now, stuff. You know yet. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, so it's just, but yeah, y'all, all these boldness, we just have to, we have to be okay with standing apart. And for God, you know, when we do this, when we do this for God, it's okay. Right. He will, he will bless you despite of. He will he will make your enemy a footstool because if you're worrying about your enemy saying right. things, but he will make your enemy a footstool. Everything that he is is in the Bible. So right, and you're absolutely um, right about that. Um, and just to tie this at the end, because I know some of you are gonna be like, well, you know what? Even though they've given me scripture and they've given me examples of how you know you kind of are doing this for there's a purpose in doing it but some people might not still believe that they have to do all of that it don't take all of that is what they say (laughs) so we have to ask ourselves if we're not bold then what does that mean that we are it means we're cowards essentially so what does christ say about cowards and there is a scripture for that um if i go to revelations 21 and 8 um, but I'm going to go up, start at seven. He that overcometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, mm. which is the second death. The second so you death. can't just sit back and be like, um, I'm, I'll let somebody else do it. I'm just going to believe in Christ. That's all I need. The word of God says, if you are fearful of the word, if you're You're fearful fearful of, right, you're fear because that's what you're saying. You're saying, I know God's word is true. I know that this word can transform. It can burn off the enemy, but I'm scared of what Minister Tori is going to think of me if I do that. I'm going to lose my followers if I start talking about trading stocks and start talking about following Christ. I'm going to you will be cast into the lake of fire. And yeah. I think that's what that, that scripture that says, um, if you uh, essentially, uh, if you're ashamed of me, I'm going to be ashamed yep. of you before my father. Yep. I'm telling you now while you're here on earth to say this, speak that, do that, and you don't do it because you're afraid. Then when you stand before God, Christ is going to be like, I don't know you. Right. You remember that time I told you to do something <laughs> and you didn't, you were too scared to do yeah. it. Just like a, a relationship. If me and Toya are, you know, we ride or die. And I'm putting this in worldly terms for y'all that, you know, me and Toya ride or die and we get out somewhere and, you know, I'm flapping my gums or whatever. And all of a sudden this crowd comes and overtakes me. If she don't step up to help me, what kind of friend are you? And that's what essentially what Christ is saying here. That's what it is. Right. If we, if you love me and he died for, right. I died for you, but you're embarrassed (laughs) to read a scripture in front of your friends. Man, that's why I say you go, go read the book of Acts. These are when the disciples, Christ has died. The disciples go out to preach the word. These men were stoned to death in prison. I mean, I'm talking about every chapter or so Paul was incarcerated. Matter of fact, at the end of Acts, he stayed Stayed locked up for the entirety of the remainder of Acts. 
Um, so we see here that the fearful will be cast into the lake of fire. Um, Proverbs 28 and 1 says, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteousness are mm. bold as a lion. Bold and as at a first lion. I was like, God, what does that mean? Uh, the wicked flee when no man pursueth. And he showed me <laughs> in my head a vision in my head of it's just those people that's always scared. Ooh, what you know, and I'm I'm not scared of everything, but you see people that are just, oh, what's that noise? Oh, yeah. but when you have Christ, you don't have nothing to be scared about. Okay, somebody might bop me upside the head, but you know what? Just like Stephen, I see God. I see the son of Jesus at his right hand. I, don't, I shouldn't be fearful yeah. of anything. Um, Matthew 5, 11, 12 says, blessed are ye when man shall revile you and persecute you mm -hmm. and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. And it got to be falsely. Um, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for they so about. persecuted they that the prophets which were before you so they persecuted the prophets before you they're going to say bad things yeah. about you just prepare that in your spirit so that you can speak what God has placed inside of you to speak and don't be ashamed of it and I, the more and more you know it used, if you're somebody you put up a scripture and you're like oh people gonna think I'm too holy you take it down you're fearful. That's fear. That's not boldness. You should be bold as a lion. But I'm glad you say that. Okay. If you're the type of person that posts, like she said, if you posting scriptures and you don't believe it, or you posting scriptures to try to with a hidden agenda, God sees all of that, y'all. He He knows when you're pretending to be this bold person that you in the world naturally. But you know the, the cat. What she said. Listen, Matthew 10 and 22 says, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Right. But he that endured to the end shall be saved. So, that... <laughs> so it's like and you, know, and you know when the Holy Spirit is done because like, I'm speechless, you know? Right. It's, that's, that's, just be spiritually bold. You have to be. Right. We and believe be. it. Have you to have to... Be. Yeah. And you have to believe and it. And walk yeah. it. We can't just... You can't just use your words. You have to. Is it be doers in the yeah. word? That's in the Bible again. Everything in the scripture that we're, we're saying, it, it's all scripture. Right. It is not based off how we feel or what we think. It is all in the right. Bible. So, you know, don't believe us. Don't take our word for it. Study to show that self approved. And we have to under, We have oh, to understand. the Bible on that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because that I mean, because it's, it's, it's different. Like I said, it's different when you study for yourself. It, it, you know what, Toya, you, know? you are so right. Because we, we hear these messages yeah. in church. It, me, Toya, ain't giving you a new sermon that you've never heard before. Right. But when you read it and God, I think it's when the Holy Spirit speaks to yeah, you to help you understand it. Yes. That's when you're like, okay, Lord, I get it. Because yeah, I'm same. telling you, see scripture. I see scriptures all day on Facebook. Yeah. All day long. But if the enemy comes... And this is how you know when people um, are just posting scripture. I post scripture all day long, but something happens to me and I'm just, oh, I'm walking around. Sad. Right. Just, yeah. I, I want to have a pity. How are you having a pity party? Yep. You was just posting scripture yep. all week long. So we have to get to a point yep. where we believe it. Yes. We be you have to believe that thing. And I know there's some things that I'm struggling and believing in right now. Yep. So I'm not going to post that scripture Absolutely. because like, you know, we say we don't want to do something that we know we haven't done ourselves. Right. And I'm honest enough. Right. We can't speak on it. And right. I'm glad you said it because I, I, I was like that at one point. 
And because I dealt past tense with depression really, really bad. Right. And here's the thing. And I've always been posting, like, yo, maybe if I post it, I'll feel better. Right. That is not the case, especially when the Holy Spirit is not telling you. But the moment, like, when I went through past, matter of fact, past two weeks ago, and I, I stopped. I said, you know what? I'm not going, I don't believe it right now. Right. And that's, I mean, y'all, we do this every Saturday. And right. this is to show that we... We walk this thing, right? Process, and we, yeah. It's, and yeah, and it's a process. But we're we, and a lot of people say, "Oh, God's not done yet," but we are pushing towards the mark. We're right. trying. Right. So if you're out there, you keep you can't keep saying, "Oh, well, I'm going through this." You know, I got this. Like, how many times are you going to say that? It's time right. to be bold, like Pastor says Sunday, or like, just say you don't tell, believe it yet. Yeah, or <laughs> or just say you don't believe it yet. Yeah, because who are you pretended for? I said God is looking when you're out here yeah. coming to church. And you're pretending to do stuff and praise God and then leave the doors and going right back right to being back. how you were. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your time because God was like, they're just in there having, right. having what, um, what Pastor called it, um, emotional spasms. Yeah. You're just going through the emotions and you're deceiving you don't have yourself, time. You're right. deceiving. You're deceiving and you're yourself. you're making yourself yeah. worse, actually, because yeah. the more you do that, you're telling yourself that God is, God is okay with that, and he's not. Right. And he, like I said, he spoke... <laughs> He spoke on me about that because he's like, okay, Tony, you really need to get yourself together uh, because you're going to keep going through that whole cycle. And, you know, that's what spiritual boldness coming. Like, you know what? Come both the throne. God, I'm done being this way. Yeah. I am done being this way. So now that I can get my true deliverance, right. I can, you know, get seek right. spiritual counsel and then move forward. Well, that's, I mean, that's about it for me yeah. too, because like I said, you just have to, you have to let the Holy Spirit lead you. you. And we're not saying, we're not calling anybody out or anything nope. like that. I'm speaking from my own experience. experience. Yeah. Like I can't be bold if I don't believe the word of God. And I used to, like I said, I, I used to be bold, but I didn't believe what I was saying. So right. first we have to believe and then God molds us to use our spiritual boldness yep. for others, for yep. the sake of others, to bring others to Christ. And that, like I said, are essentially wrapping it up. You may go through some hell, literal hell, when you are going to be bold for Christ. So don't think you're going to be bold and just sitting back chilling, just telling people what you want to say about right. Christ. That's not going to happen. So um, I love you all. Is there love anything you. that you wanted to wrap up with? No, that's it. Okay. Well, be bold in God. He got your back. He, man, <laughs> for real. He got your back. I need a t-shirt that says it. He literally he has your back. So we love you. We thank y'all for I joining us today. Guys. And we hope that this word is a blessing for somebody, even yes. if it's just one person. Definitely started with me. <laughs> right. That's why I said this was a, a really good topic, Toya. I'm Minister Toya. I appreciate you um, pushing this one. So I say that to say, love you. Holla back next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>